Well, howdy! This podcast is a proud member of the PodCon Go Network. PodCon Go, family-friendly shows that are fun for everyone. Welcome to Elderberry Tales. Grab your oxygen tank. It's time for a story. Today's story is Leany and the Big Idea, Part 5, by William Stair. This is a continuation of the story of Leany and the Big Idea. If you haven't listened to Parts 1 through 4 yet... I think you should go listen to those first, and then come back here when you're ready for part five. Leany and her family are on a road trip, visiting the area around Mount Shasta, California. She's traveling with Daddy, Mommy, and little brother Logan, who has just about learned to crawl. Daddy has rented a mechanical marvel called the Caravan, the Helivan, the Aquavan, and the Submersivan. It can change from one form of transportation to another, as needed by the family. They have been guided and assisted by the Weezer, Lini's name for a virtual assistant she thinks looks like a wizard. And just maybe, he is. Our story picks up as Lini and her family are about to leave Shasta Lake. The night before, Leany attended a gathering of the forest animals. Or did she? Perhaps it was just a dream. When Leany got back to the caravan, everything was packed away, and the big propeller was out again, spinning slowly overhead. Daddy was standing by the door. There you are, he said. Say goodbye to this lovely spot. We're about to leave Shasta Lake and all the wonderful things we've experienced here. It's gotten cloudy, and we want to leave before it begins raining. While she'd been in the forest, low, dark clouds had moved in, shutting out the blue sky. Leany felt a little sad about that. She wasn't sure whether she'd really met talking animals in the night, or whether she'd just dreamed it but she wanted to know more about their fight against people who were threatening their homeland. And she wished she could still understand little Theo, who could talk last night. She jumped aboard the caravan, got strapped in her seat next to Logan, and took one last look out the window at the little clearing. Something moved at the spot where the little stream ran through the rocky wall. Was it the bear? Or just a shadow? Mommy was driving this morning, and as Leany waved toward the dark shape in the shadows, she stepped on the pedal that made the helivan rise upward into the air. Logan let out a little excited shriek, just as he did when Daddy tossed him into the air back home. Back home. Leany loved her home back in Portland. Her bedroom, her toys, her playset in the shady backyard. She would hate to lose those things. And she knew the animals she'd met, or dreamed about, would hate to lose their homes, too. A tear ran down her cheek as the helivan rose higher and higher. 
the entire lake was spread out beneath them. The Helivan passed through a cloud, and now only the top of Mount Shasta was visible, shining in the sunlight. Suddenly, the video screen came to life, and there was the Weezer. He was wearing an old-fashioned pilot's helmet, goggles, and a long white scarf that matched his beard and hair. Greetings, friends, he began. You are flying pretty high, and I've taken the liberty to pressurize the caravan so there will be no discomfort. Did you know that many people, everyday people like yourselves, have flown high in improbable devices like this caravan? Improbable means very unlikely. Yes, indeed, the Weezer continued. I recall Lawn Chair Larry, who attached many colorful helium-filled balloons to a lawn chair, and in 1982, actually flew higher than you are now. We are just at the peak of Mount Shasta, which is a little over 14,000 feet. Larry flew at 16,000 feet. Then there are hot air balloons. One of them flew at almost 70,000 feet in 2005 over India. Mr. Vijaypat Singhanya was the pilot. He flew a lot higher than most jet planes fly. Then he looked directly at Lini and said, One day you will read the adventures of Phileas Fogg, a balloonist who traveled around the world in 80 days. Fogg was the invention of Jules Verne, a French writer. However, in 1889, a real person, Nellie Bly, flew around the world in a balloon in only 72 days. The Weezer took a deep breath and continued. Recently, some very rich men have flown their own ships to the edge of space, some 50 to 60 miles above the Earth. But I will tell you a little secret. This caravan is equipped for orbital travel. That means it can fly high enough to become a satellite of the Earth, higher than even the very rich can travel. Would you like to try it? No, said Mommy. Well, said Daddy. Wow, yes, said Leany. Burp, said Logan. The Weezer tipped his head to one side. Really? I thought you'd all jump at the chance. Just think, first family in space, first three-year-old in space, first baby in space, but not first diaper in space because astronauts wear adult diapers. It's that first part that I don't trust, said Mommy. It would be a wonderful cap to our adventures, just think, your daughter and son, the first children in space. And maybe the first children never to return from space. Or the first children barbecued while returning from space, replied Mommy. And Theo would be the first dog in space, offered Lini. Mommy and Daddy were silent as they recalled the real first dog in space, Laika, the Soviet dog who went up but didn't come down. You do know that the Astrovan is fully equipped for space travel. There are spacesuits located in the footlockers by your beds. There's even a special capsule for Theo. It's all perfectly safe. That's our motto at MAGIC. 
It's all perfectly safe. This was from the Weezer, who had traded his pilot's helmet for a clear bubble space helmet. He still had his white scarf, though. Please, Mommy, please, can we go into space? Begged Leany. She put on her special begging face that she knew Mommy could never refuse. Well, she began. Excellent. Be sure you're strapped into your seats because it's time to fire the orbital insertion rockets. Besides, the Air Force seems to have taken notice of us, and several fighter jets are almost here, cried the Weezer. Leany could hear strange mechanical sounds coming from the rear of the caravan, about to become the Astrovan. She couldn't see it, but the side panels had opened out like rocket fins, exposing a cluster of powerful rocket engines. What she could see was that the Weezer had disappeared, and the video screen was counting down. Five. Four. Three. Two. One. A big Air Force jet flew past her window, just as the rocket engines roared into life. Up shot the Astrovan, leaving the jets far behind. Higher and higher it flew, while the blue sky gradually turned to purple and then to black. I see stars, cried Leany. Look over there, cried Daddy. Isn't that the International Space Station? Indeed it is. The Weezer had reappeared on the screen. The International Space Station, or ISS, has been continually occupied for over 20 years. Almost 250 people have spent time there, coming from 19 different countries. It really is international. And Leany, of the 244 people who've lived there, only 38 have been women. Perhaps one day you will add to that number. How high up are we now? Asked Mommy with a nervous voice. Only 250 miles, but that's five times as high as those billionaires flew, crowed the Weezer. The Weezer guided the Astrovan closer to the ISS. Now Leany could see faces in the porthole-like windows of the space station. Mommy, Daddy, I see some people in the windows of the space station. They look exactly the same. Like twins? They are twins, Leany, responded the Weezer before Mommy or Daddy had a chance. Theo jumped up on Leany's lap and barked at the two men. He always did that at home, whenever the mailman came by, and just being in space wasn't going to stop him. Quiet, Theo, said Daddy. Theo jumped down, but ran around in excited circles. I think those are the Ryan brothers, identical twins and astronauts. They have both flown on the ISS, but I didn't know they were up here at the same time. The Astrovan was now very close to the ISS, but had no way to connect to it, so they could not visit in person. The Ryan brothers were very excited and kept turning to talk to other people, Soon, the two portholes were crowded with the faces of the other astronauts. Leany waved to them, and after a moment of uncertainty, they waved back. We cannot visit them in person, but we can talk to them, said the Weezer. 
Shall I make a connection? Oh, yes, said all three. Plus Logan gurgled in agreement, and Theo dashed excitedly back and forth. The Weezer disappeared from the display screen, and the symbol for the ISS appeared. That was replaced by a live camera image of the interior of the ISS. Lini and family could see the astronauts gathered at one side of the picture, paying no attention to the camera. Theo barked. One of the astronauts turned and looked everywhere but the camera. Laika? he asked with a strong Russian accent. No, that's Theo, cried Lini with a laugh. Now all the astronauts turned and looked at the camera. One of the Ryans floated over to the screen and said, Are you the people in that strange vehicle outside our windows? Yep, said Daddy. We're on vacation. The other Ryan floated over. They really were identical twins, and Lini thought she was seeing double. How can you be up here in that, that RV? NASA and other countries spend billions of dollars to build this space station. Well, said Mommy, we rented it. From the Russians? The Chinese? No, from MAGIC, replied Daddy. And this is not all. It also flies like a helicopter, sails like a boat, and goes under the water like a submarine. It even drives on the road like a car, answered Lini. Amazing, said the Russian astronaut. It must be Russian made. I see you even have a dog in your ship. I hope he gets home safely. And a baby, said Daddy, holding up Logan. Logan burped. But how did you get up here? Asked a woman astronaut with a French accent. The Weezer drove us here, explained Lini. But of course, that was no explanation at all, and only resulted in more questions. Who or what is this Weezer? Asked one of the Ryans. He's our personal assistant, or so he claims, explained Mommy. We don't really know. He came along with the rental, and he's the one who set up this communication with you. Suddenly, the display screen image split, and the Weezer appeared. It's him? cried both Ryans at the same time. All the astronauts backed away from their camera. What? Do you know him? Do you know about MAGIC? asked Daddy. Suddenly, the screen was filled with static, and all the pictures disappeared. Lini, looking out her window, could see the astronauts return to their portholes, and they were waving at her excitedly. Then, slowly at first, but getting faster and faster, the astrovan moved away from the ISS, and also farther away from the Earth. Oh no, I was afraid this would happen, cried Mommy, grabbing Logan and hugging him tightly. The Weezer reappeared on the display screen. Enough of this palavering, he said. Palavering is useless talk that goes on too long. We have more important things to see and do, like going to the moon. What? Now, wait one minute, shouted Daddy. You can't just hijack us into flying to the moon. That takes many days, and I need to be back at work on Monday, just two days from now. Hijacking 
is taking control of something for bad reasons. If I may interrupt, sir, said the Weezer, interrupting. That sort of time is what it took with the old Apollo missions to the moon in the 1970s, more than 40 years ago. With the new photon drive on this Astro van, it will only take a day there and a day back. Another product of MAGIC ingenuity. In fact, while we've been talking, we've already left the ISS 1,000 miles behind. The Weezer is right, Daddy. It's just a dot floating way behind us, said Leany. Mommy just rolled her eyes and held Logan tighter. Just relax, folks, and leave the driving to me. I think if you check the kitchen, you'll find a nice lunch is ready for you. This is your personal assistant, signing off for a while. And with that, the display screen went blank. However, there was sound. It was a recording of the song, Fly Me to the Moon. Well, this trip into outer space is a little bit more than I expected. Did you think the family would end up traveling this far from home? Like the Weezer said, very few people, very, very few people, have ever been this far away from planet Earth. What an honor. What do you think they're going to find when they get there? Well, I do hope you'll come back next week to listen to the next episode and find out what happens next. Thanks to my father, William Stair, for writing this original series just for us here at Elderberry Tales. Well, and of course, for the real Leany and Logan. And thanks to you for listening to Elderberry Tales. I'll be back next week with the final adventure for Leany and her family. <laughs>